So in my community, we have a lot of uh, people from different nations. We have uh, Austrians and Swiss and Slovaks and Germans. And uh, so one of our German sisters came across a, I don't, we have, don't really have a word for it in English. Um, it's, uh, he's a, like, if you have, you've heard of bone setters, maybe in Ireland, people who are just good at manipulating bones and spines and whatever, all that kind of thing. So he's, he's like that. He's able to kind of manipulate bones and muscles and things. Uh, but also, if he recognizes that something isn't, can't just be kind of pushed back into place, he was able to recommend uh, w certain weightlifting exercises that will strengthen the, the muscles around a joint and, and fix the thing. Okay, so the guy's name is Paki. P it's, he, he, he's German, it's nothing to do with it. It's not a racist term at all, it's, it's his name. Uh, so, so he would give people, so, so say for example, some people had, had uh, uh, migraine because maybe they had a kind of a, just a small bit of a stoop or you know, whatever it may be, and then that creates tension in the, in the, uh, the spine, which then creates headaches and stuff. So then he'd give, he'd give you, he'd make up for you uh, a weight. So he'd get like sand in a bag and wrap it in duct tape. And then, so you'd have to put it on the side of your head and lift up like that, and then you do that. Like, and the thing was, you had to do these things consistently. So maybe once a, uh, once a day for 20 minutes, every single day for a month, right? So, do you want to be cured of your migraine? Well, not cured. Do you want to be healed of your migraine? Yes. Do this thing. It's not super hard. It just takes a bit of time, but it takes consistency, right? And what was really interesting was, so a lot of people that, that I know then, they, they went to visit him, and they, they would come back with different diagnoses and, then, and different things to do. So, different, as I say, um, weights to lift or exercises to do in order to stretch and put things back where, where they're supposed to be. And what was, what was very interesting to, interesting to note was, as I can imagine, would be the very same with all of us, initially there's great enthusiasm. Yeah, he told me to do this exercise, and then it'll, it'll sort out my, you know, my falling arch, it'll fall out my, my sore hip, it'll, fall out my, it'll sort out my, my headaches, it'll sort out whatever it is. There's always an initial enthusiasm, they're all doing the thing, they're doing the walk, doing the stretches, whatever it is. And then, like any kind of New Year's resolution, after two weeks, yeah, I'm, just, I'm doing it every second day now, you know. Uh, after three weeks, yeah, I'm just I'm busy. Lots, lots, lots on. You know what I mean? Uh, then after a month, yeah, I don't really, I don't really, don't know, don't really do that anymore, you know. And and then the problem, like they may have noticed, a kind of an, a, 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 the problem becoming slightly better. And then yeah, but it's it's effort. It's it's hard. <laughs> And then it's very interesting, and you see this, like, they'd rather take regular painkillers and just fix the problem. You know, in today's reading, we have a very interesting, it's, 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 it's a wonderful story from the um, second book of Kings. So you've got Naaman. Naaman is, a, is a, a commander in the Syrian army. So they were like a world power, a superpower at the time. So he's second in command, the commander of the army. That makes him pretty powerful. So... He has all this power and influence and armies under his control. But then, as, as the, the, the author writes, but the man was a leper. So he's all this power, all this wealth, houses, servants, the whole lot. But he has a contagious, incurable disease that he can do nothing about. Right. So no matter how powerful you are or whatever it is, you are as mortal as anybody else. So he gets this blast of reality. You know, this is going to kill you. So, 
the little detail here is that uh, his wife's servant girl was a Jew who had been taken in a raid. I'm not sure if you pick these things up when, you're here, when you hear the reading. I think, well, obviously, they didn't use the word raid. Um, but the girl from the land of Israel, right, who, who was uh, uh, the servant girl. Yeah, the Armenians had carried off from the land of Israel a little girl who had become the servant of Naaman's wife. In English, that's a raid, right? So, she, so they raided Israel. She was taken as a slave. So this slave girl says to her mistress, back in my home country, in Israel, we have prophets. We have people who can heal this. Now, you'd imagine, why on earth would she say that? Would you not be kind of like, you took me as a slave, now you've got leprosy. <coughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, you know, it's, like, it's like karma, <laughs> you know, if you were into that, which we're not. But like, you know, but it's, 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 this, it's this kind of idea. You know, you took me as a slave, now look what happened to you. La, la, la. You know? Uh, so, but she doesn't. She, says, she actually says to him, you can be healed. Go to, to Israel, to my country. We have, we have prophets who can heal that. So, uh, long story short, off he goes. And he goes who, to who? Well, he goes to the king of Israel. Who says, you think I can heal this? I can't heal this. And he tears his clothes. Why they did that, I'm not really sure. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of like my jumpers. I, I don't have that many jumpers. If I, if I tore a jumper every time I was upset. Anyway, uh, so then Elisha, basically, but long story short, Elisha hears about it and says, Look, send them to me. I'll take care of them. Now, when he gets to Elisha, Elisha tells him to go bathe in the Jordan seven times. Now, for those of you who haven't been to the Holy Land, the, the Jordan is smaller than the River Shore. The Jordan is a really unimpressive river. It's, sorry, like, oh, maybe people like it, it's wonderful and all that, but it's really unimpressive. Like, there are parts of it where it's about as wide as this chapel here. It's really nothing special to look at. Um, so, Naaman thought the same. Uh, he said, so where I come from, we've got big rivers, right? We've got big proper rivers like the Abana and the Farpar, right? And he said, why couldn't he tell me to go bathe in one of those? Why should I bathe in this stupid little stream? And he goes off indignant. And then his servants, long story short again, say to him basically, what do you have to lose? You're here already. Go bathe in the stream, in the river which he does, and he's cured. Okay, now, this is just a really important and very simple lesson in this for all of us. When it comes to prayer, when it comes to obedience to God, it's not how hard the thing is that gives it value. It's not how difficult it is that gives it value. It's kind of part of our Irish spirituality as well, you know, with if, you know, Lockdurg and Croke Patrick, and if it's a bit miserable, then it's, then it's proper prayer. Uh, but it's not, it, that, that's not, that's not really what we believe. Consistency beats intensity every time. Consistency. Praying every day is far better than having a really, really good pilgrimage once a year. Praying every day is far, far, just like anything that you do, exercise. If you have like a really, really intense week of exercise and say, I'm done for the year, it'll actually probably do you more harm. You'll be absolutely paralyzed. And you'll, be, you'll be, every muscle in your body will be sore. And then there's no muscle growth afterwards because it just wastes away again. Same with food. I'm going to eat so much today. I won't eat, need to eat for the rest of the week. It's just, it doesn't work that way. Or in a marriage, like if I'm, my husband says, you know, it's our anniversary today, so I'm going to make her breakfast in bed. 
and I'll do the washing, I think. Just put everything in the washing machine and leave it at 30 degrees. It seems to work most of the time. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, then I'll, we'll, and then I'll take her out for dinner. And that's me done then for the year. I don't have to talk to her for the rest of the year. I don't have to be nice to her for the rest of the year. No, but like, it's a nice idea for that day, but that's not how our relationship should work. Our prayer lives must be consistent, as in they must be daily. And like, so when you look at like the tradition of the church recently, um, well, relatively recently, like prayers like the rosary, prayers like the Divine Mercy Chaplet, they're not hard, but they don't have to be hard to have value. You know, so the Lord says, you know, Our Lady comes to, to Fatima, 1917, tells us to pray the rosary. Go, yeah, that's nice, that's nice. I suppose we could. Will we? I don't know. We're kind of busy, aren't we? I suppose we are. We'll see, should we let everyone else pray? And we don't listen to her. And we don't pray. And then we don't see the miracle. I think we have to be really kind of confident about this too. Uh, Naaman does this apparently kind of ridiculous action, very, you know, dousing himself going down into the water seven times in, in this kind of mediocre river at best and he's healed now it wasn't the water of the river that healed him it was this act of faith that allowed God to work in him and heal him God healed him not the river God healed him so do the simple action see the miracle and so for you and I today do what the Lord says as regards prayer see the miracle pray and you will see miracles and if we and I always when I say prayer I always have to kind of specify because the, the, the term is fairly broad these days but like I would strongly recommend strongly recommend the prayer of the rosary divine mercy chaplet if you're in a small bit of a rush it's still a good prayer it's a wee bit shorter uh, but pray the rosary daily and you will see miracles but daily 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 if that wasn't clear enough already, okay? Day, it has to be daily. And if you skip a day, two rosaries the next day, all right? But it has, it has, your prayer life has to be consistent or you will see no difference. You'll see no difference in your life because it, it won't, there isn't time for it to make a difference. You start, you know, when you start praying, your heart starts to open towards, towards this life of grace. All right, and then I stop praying. It starts to close again because we hear so much, there's so many distractions, so much going on, so much to do that the heart will start to, it'll start to close again. Because, like, God only gets in the way. God ends up taking my time. He becomes a kind of, a, he's like a competitor for my time. I have so much to do, and then he's God in there as well. He's one of the many things I have to do. Instead of God is central, God takes pride of place and whatever else I get done, I will get my rosary. I will get prayer said. That's my priority. Everything else follows. It, it, it must, it mu for us, it must be that way. And But then, like, like let's, let's finish the story and then you see the miracle you see the miracle like we will see miracles if you haven't already like every time we pray you don't necessarily see immediately the effect of your prayer and you don't necessarily see necessarily the, 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 the intention that you prayed for granted just like that no but every time we pray we get the Lord every time we pray we get to spend time with Jesus every time we pray we get God so the more, the more you pray then in this kind of period of waiting if the Lord is going to grant the intention as you wish, as you're waiting, you wait with the Lord. So now this period of waiting, even that becomes beneficial for your soul. You're learning to walk with the Lord on a daily basis. You're learning consistency in prayer. You're learning patience. You're learning to walk with the Lord uh, on a daily basis, even though you haven't 
receive what you ask for. That's called faith. You're learning so much, even though you didn't get what you wanted. You know what I mean? So like, the whole process, the whole walk, it all works. There's a purpose, and there's a divine wisdom in it all. But as soon as we say, I prayed three roses, I didn't get what I want. Stupid rosary. <laughs> That's not how it works. It's like saying, you know, I, I ate lettuce for three days in a row. Didn't lose any. It's ridiculous. Stupid lettuce. Well, that, that is true. Lettuce <laughs> is entirely stupid. Um, eat real food if you're going to eat it all. Uh, but like, that's not how fasting works. That's not how weight loss works. So we have to be consistent. But, then, but be consistent, but confident that in that consistency in prayer, we will see the miracle. You will see miracles in your life. The Lord guarantees it for us today. You will see miracles in your family. There'll also be very there'll, there'll be many miracles that we wouldn't have recognized as miracles. Like our family just might be protected from so much division, or like families who pray and the kids just grow up with normal, with normal in a normal environment. When so many of their friends end up dabbling in drugs and getting lost along the way, and for some reason this family doesn't, even though they grew up in the same town. The protection of the rosary, protection of prayer. This stuff is real. It works. It's a miracle. But do we believe it enough? Do we believe, do we listen to our lady? Do we believe what the Lord says enough? Or don't we? That if I, if I walk with him on a daily basis and pray to him on a daily basis that I will see the miracle or I will see miracles. This is a, a season of prayer, fasting and almsgiving in this Lent. And I think for our prayer, it's just really important that a, that it's not just a case of, it's never a case of quantity, um, or it's never solely a case of quantity. It should be a case of quality, but you need a little quantity as well. Like, yeah, that, you, know, you can't just have a really high quality one Hail Mary a day. That's nice. But you can stretch it to 50. All right, that's called a rosary. Uh, so sufficient quantity, but very high quality. And then we'll begin to see how it changes us how it changes our marriages, our parishes, how it changes our faith, our faith journey, our walk with the Lord. And even though like we here at Holy Family, we, we pray uh, as a community, it's so, so, so important for you to learn to pray on your own too. Pray as an individual, that you choose to be with the Lord. Not because you have to, because you want to. It should never be a case that you're here because you, you have to be. You're here because you want to be with the Lord who, who died for you. So we ask the Lord today to renew our hearts, renew our prayer lives, and that in, in, in the healthiest way possible we may experience this, this longing for the Lord. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? So dear brothers and sisters, I'd just like to take this opportunity to thank you all for joining us on YouTube or on Paving the Way Home or on Spotify, wherever you've listened to these homilies. Thank you so much for being part of our mission and for continuing to support our mission. It was a great gift that during lockdown uh, we could branch out or broaden uh, our, our outreach so much uh, through technology. So it was, that's been a wonderful privilege and honour. Uh, I'd ask two things, if I may. <clears throat> One, that we'd really appreciate your prayers for our mission. So we have our young people here with us this year. 
and then there are also there's a youth ministry, family ministry, and hopefully in the near future, men's ministry, which we hope to engage in. So we'll ask for your prayers for uh, all of those outreaches. And if you feel that the Lord is calling you to support us also financially, uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, running a place like this is, is not cheap, and uh, we do need uh, benefactors' help to, to keep the show on the road and to keep our doors open and to keep this place of formation uh, alive for uh, the young people that come to us. We have opened our applications for next year as well. So if you know anybody who might like to apply, they can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie. And also, if you'd like to make any donations, you can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie, or send us an email if you'd like to uh, arrange some other form of donation. But we would be greatly, greatly appreciative of any support that you can give us uh, through your prayer and through your financial support. All right. So God bless, and we're praying for you here in Holy Family.